0: Viewmasters, it's the podcast that we do, Viewmasters, talk about movies that we view, Viewmasters, my friend Eric and me Joe, Viewmasters, hey let's start the show. Hi, welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 287, In a Lonely Place. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. I don't know what's happening to me right now. Hi! Hi! Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm... uh, I'm... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to start the show. Yep. Hi! Oh, boy. I I liked it. I liked it. it. It felt friendly. Good. Oh, so so. As a, as opposed to our typically cold interactions. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters. We are usually very robotic to each other. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> oh Lord, indeed. <laughs> How are things? Uh, cold. Things are cold. Yeah. 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 Things are very cold. Uh, are they? They that way up north there as well. They they are cool, but they are very wet. Ah. Uh, and then at night it gets cold. So uh, yeah, you know, it's a, generally, generally a cold, cold feeling all around. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, I, I, I was at work today, and I, I came home as one usually does when uh, you leave the house to go to work, uh, and then. Uh, you know like like i hit like the intersection like where my the, the town where i live is and suddenly like the streets were white
1: oh wow I was okay like,
0: well, what the hell is this and, and i mean it literally took me a moment to realize that oh that was snow <laughs> did they paint the streets while i was at work today? it was weird cuz i mean it was literally like a block away nothing <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this has been Weather Wrap-Up. <laughs> weather Wrap-Up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. You want to just get right into this movie? Yeah, let's go ahead and do all it. All right. In a Lonely What's Place. You, what you got? Uh, I don't know what I got. I, okay. I, I, I got some issues with it, for sure. Oh, all right. Uh, so, yeah it's it's not it's not what i i didn't remember a lot about it because i i think i mentioned when i picked it i had seen it when i was in college uh-huh. um but that was like like fuck 20 years ago so sure. I, I don't remember that uh <laughs> how would you? um it did it, it, right <laughs> who who remembers stuff from back then unless it's terrible exactly um yeah it it, it wasn't wasn't what I expected either. Uh, yeah, no, this is uh, definitely not what I was expecting for sure. Um, uh, you know, it, it 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 has all the trappings of, of a noir. Um, you know, it's it's labeled as a noir. Uh, I looked up on the Wikipedia. It's considered one of the greatest noir films ever made. Uh, it's like, like there's a noir movie that happens, but it's off screen. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if what we think of as noir is crime. Yeah. Then definitely. Yeah. I I mean, I, I, I feel like this is, it sort of, it starts off sort of feeling like a noir, like it's almost kind of DOA-ish. Right. Like where he's suspected of this murder and there's a sort of mysterious mysterious uh, femme fatale neighbor uh and then yeah it it, it's uh it gets past that probably within about 20 minutes yeah uh so yeah so so this is uh a a 1950 movie yes Uh, starring Humphrey Bogart, who uh, I believe I mentioned last week I have never seen a movie with him in it. Yes, you did mention that, and I'm still somewhat gobsmacked yeah, by that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I have, I do not remember it. Uh, but uh, watching this, like, like, I mean, I obviously know who he is. He, he is sort of an icon of American film and after watching this i kind of had to wonder why oh he's ouch uh i mean so part of it is like in this movie uh and and they go to great lengths to reiterate this numerous times that he is undeniably attractive to women of all types <laughs> that i do not get at all <laughs> I do not I do not see the uh the animal magnetism of Humphrey Bogart in this movie <laughs> cuz he's like a like like a drunken dick. Yeah. <laughs> I I would like to just uh, point out real quick um the very first spoken line of this film uh is uh Dick Steele. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's yelled out. And <laughs> uh, I, I maybe wasn't looking exactly at my uh, subtitles at the moment, but uh, it took me for a shock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's if his name had been Dick Steele and not Dick's Steele. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a big distinction there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's it uh, i'm glad they don't call him by his full name super often <laughs> cuz it's a, it's a little goofy it, i mean oh i mean it's it's it, it's goofy but also you know it's also at least not uh brub nikolai right <laughs> wait was it brub or grub brub was it grub? Okay. Yeah, B R U B. I I did not watch this one subtitles, so I I thought it was grub. But uh, I wow, grub is really a choice. Uh, neither of them are great, but at least I right. know what a grub is. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed it was grub, like like a like a short nickname for something. Sure, like uh, when he, when that character is introduced, uh, Dick's... Steel, uh, you know, just says Brub, and <laughs> like, you know, the subtitle on it was, you know, B R U B. And I was like, oh, well, that's like like a short version of like Brew Baker or something like that. But, uh, yeah. no, that's that guy's first to name. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would also be, uh, not like faulted for thinking, oh, they fucked up the subtitle on this. Well, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> Like at least Dixon, you know, I've, I'm familiar with that. I've seen that before. <laughs> never, never heard of Brub. Nope. Before, before, right now. That's that's really something. I mean, that's what you're gonna name your first child now, right? Uh, I mean, you know, I we're not having kids because we're selfish, according to uh, Pope Francis. But uh, you know, maybe next time we get a dog. Uh, we'll we'll name him Brub. Oh, okay, oh, well, that's fair. If I ever get to write a Wolverine story, he's gonna call somebody Brub in that. Like if he if it's it's like I was gonna call him Bro, and then I was gonna call him Bub, and in my head I just got mixed up, and it came out as Brub. I don't feel great about it. I'm the best there is at what I do. What I do is not speak coherently. Oh. Call me Marvel. I'm available. And uh, you have just cemented the best X-Men related pitch I've heard in like 15 years. <laughs> I mean, that is a stronger take on the X-Men than what is currently happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, Captain Krikoa. Uh, uh, I actually like that book. Oh, my God like I like I like, uh, I'm, I like Jerry Duggan uh, I'm, I'm into that series nope. at least you know as as much as I am into any Marvel book I like that book all right it's entertaining to okay. me I like I like good Ben Uric content uh, I, I do I also do like Ben good good Ben Uric content and Ben good Uric content yeah, I'm also much like Wolverine I am not the best <laughs> at uh, speaking coherently here <laughs> Are you drunk, Eric? No. Have you have you had multiple horses' necks? Uh, there's no alcohol in that. That's just ginger ale with a lemon twist. Yes, it is, and that is also the second of only two notes that I took during this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that in my head. I just I wanted to make sure, so I wrote it down. <laughs> I will never forget that, I think. <laughs> I drink a lot of ginger ale. Uh and uh I'm going to have to start getting lemons to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how that tastes. I will. <laughs> and of oh course, boy, you have to refer to it always as a horse's neck. Of course. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's, proper name for that drink. That's what it's known as. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh uh, boy. So the plot of this movie, uh, it's it's uh, Dixon Steele is a famous screenwriter. Yes, which I guess is a thing. Yeah, I picked another movie about a screenwriter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I feel like and. Uh, Famous screenwriters. You know, it just feels like a real Hollywood uh, wish fulfillment uh, (laughs) thing. I mean, it might just be that, like... And I wonder if this is, like, a studio system thing where, like, it it, it was a thing at the time maybe for screenwriters to be well-known... At least among their peers, because like they, he he runs into those kids who ask for his autograph right. pretty early on, and he asks them if they know who he is, and, and they say no. <laughs> like I love that because yeah, he's just a writer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he is a writer, and he we we see him uh, driving, uh, you know, against a projected background. <laughs> <laughs> uh no well, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that was all real oh, okay uh, i mean every time all the driving sequences were were <laughs> shot on location i uh you know i got new glasses a while back and it's still taking me a while to get used to things sure yeah. james james wan actually named this movie as an inspiration for uh his work on the fast and the furious movies <laughs> You'd look look that up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know how to edit Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it later. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Please do. I, uh... uh so... Uh, yeah, so... We, we see him driving, he pulls up to an intersection, and, uh... Uh... Immediately gets into an argument with a dude. Right. Um... And to 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 give us sort of a hint that uh, you know, Dixon Steele is uh, not quite um, uh, socially well adjusted. Yeah, he's got a got a got a bit of a temper. Yeah. Uh. So <clears throat> throughout the movie, uh, his temper is tested. Uh, and I'm gonna say every single time he is in the right. Okay. <laughs> okay, wow, maybe not right. every single time. <laughs> it gets a bit iffy in, uh, towards the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, but yeah, but but uh, up until then, <laughs> his argument with the dude in the car, his arguments uh, with with uh, the guy at the bar. Uh, moments yeah. later. Uh, I feel like he's all, he's, he's justified in his reactions there. I, I agree. (laughs) I I agree there. I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know, actually. Yeah. Now that I, now that I think about it, um, like getting out of the car to fight someone in an intersection (laughs) is, uh, is an escalation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but uh but I get why you did exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Uh you and I we we are both uh quick to anger. Uh you know, and, and and we do our best to 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 not react uh negatively when when situations happen like that. Uh but but I see I could definitely see at uh earlier time in, in cultural society that uh you and I totally would just go off all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean I take I take medication for that now. Yeah, so so Ho- hopefully I've got it under control. And, and I just avoid people, so you know Right. <laughs> Which is also totally valid <laughs> It's hard to avoid them when when you're driving down the street and they just start talking to you from another car. That is true, uh, but you know, and like that guy's wife was just uh, you know she being friendly. She was being friendly, yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like he he had done anything wrong there, and then this guy the guy's wife just flies off the handle. So yeah, no fuck that guy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we we get uh, the the picture that he's not uh, a great dude. Uh, and that leads to him, uh, uh, inviting a woman to his house to, uh, give him a synopsis of a book that he is being tapped to adapt into a movie. Right. Uh, and she is, uh, intolerable. (laughs) (laughs) She's, she's a bit dim. Uh. But uh I mean she gets the job done. She she tells him what he needs to know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but are are you are you saying you can see why she ended up dead later that evening? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I uh <laughs> I that that also is an escalation, I think. Yeah, yeah it really was. But uh <laughs> uh Humphrey Bogart's uh palpable uh sense of of uh you know annoyance with her <laughs> was I like I felt it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like a 100% on his side with that and, and you know and, and he does the gentlemanly thing he you know just you know politely kicks her out of his apartment (laughs) uh but you know he is uh, the last person uh to be seen with her and uh, the next morning she is dead and uh he is accused right uh and so that's where you think the plot is going into like this murder mystery level uh but it never really does uh, I mean, you know, a bit here and there. Yeah. Uh, but then somehow it uh, turns into uh, a love story between two kind of bad people. <laughs> and yeah, I can't... Is is Laurel bad? Uh, she's not great. She's fine. Uh, I guess. I, don't, I didn't have a problem with her. Uh, I don't know. She's just... Tell me why you hate I her. I don't hate her. <laughs> uh, okay, so so uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that uh, you know we, we are told multiple times that Humphrey Bogart is just a sex god, right? Uh, and uh, also, you know, she is lusted after by apparently multiple men as well, uh, and Bogart falls completely in love with her like after just like a brief exchange uh and and honestly that sort of therein lies my my problem with the whole movie is that this takes place in like three days it is it is a very like i i don't really know what the time frame is i think it's longer than three days because he has time to write a whole screenplay in there (laughs) but uh but yeah, I, I think maybe it's just a few weeks. It is. It does feel kind of rushed. Uh, you know, I, I was with you. Like the, I felt like there was a time jump, but then somebody refers to, you know, like the fact that, like, um, what's her, Madeline Atkinson, or something? Was that her name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, you know, has been dead for like two days, and I was like, <laughs> <"What> the fuck. <laughs> Mildred Atkinson. Mildred, yes. <laughs> uh yeah. I, I. Uh, all right. Maybe I'm giving the movie the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> it feels like she moves in with him very quickly, even though I know she doesn't move in with him. No, I mean you know, they're they're neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, you know, I I uh, had a very long time relationship with a woman who uh, was my neighbor. And, uh, I gotta say that's kind of the, I mean, there's a reason that, like, that was the longest relationship I was ever in. Yeah. Because, you know, we still lived, uh, separately, but, uh, also, you know, she was right above me. Yeah. Uh, so Whoa. It's like, the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's good to have your own space, for sure. Yeah. Even, even if it's just a room in in the house or whatever that's that's just yours that you can retreat to it is good uh so you know i'm not gonna say you know uh i i am pro uh you know maybe couples should just like you know rent neighboring apartments (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like it almost sounds like you're pro man cave (laughs) I'm not anti man cave, <laughs> <laughs> just depends on the cave, yeah, yeah, okay are <laughs> the contents of the game, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, um, so yeah they they get together pretty quickly, yeah, um while the while the investigation of of uh, the murder is still going on um and 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 you know from there it sort of becomes just over time this drama about her being paranoid uh that you know maybe he did actually do it and and you know his his behavior starts to uh become or or she gets glimpses of his temper and his sort of erratic uh, violent behavior and she hears from people that he has been been violent with women in the past and so so yeah then it then it really becomes just about her uh being suspicious of him and and the deterioration of of their relationship as a result right um and then there's i i i will admit that uh I, I throughout the movie as it went on, I, I gained quite a bit of sympathy for, for uh Dixon Steele. Okay. Uh just you know <clears throat> especially towards the end, you know, not when he, you know, does attempt a murder. Right. Uh, <laughs> But just you know, th- th- clearly he is a guy who you know not a lot has gone right for him in life. Uh, you know, it's it's you know referred to that uh, he was you know in the war. Uh, so clearly, you know, an undiagnosed PTSD, sure, uh, and, and probably some you know deep underlying psychological issues. that if he would just get help uh you know probably could have overcome them but you know it's uh he was a middle-aged man in the 50s he was not going to do that yes <laughs> i definitely multiple times throughout the movie had thought that this movie would not be happening if he would just go to therapy uh, uh, there's even a, a scene where his uh his agent uh was like i tried to convince him to go to to see a doctor uh <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, when I heard that line, I was just like, I mean, that is pretty liberal for the fifties. Yeah. True, You're, it definitely I mean, is. Forties, I guess, actually. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they would have been making it in the late forties. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, I mean, he's he's a guy who. I I had a hard time sympathizing with him, uh. At least like like I get you know it's assuming that he is innocent of this crime, you know. It sucks that the police are still looking into him, right? And I totally get being frustrated about that. Um, but then like he just I I feel like it just like he's on just a hair trigger. Like it takes nothing to to turn him off or to set him off, right? like he he finds out that that Laurel has talked to the detective or the the sergeant or whoever is in charge of the investigation and like as immediately is like you're all out to get me like he's he's so paranoid yeah <clears throat> I, I mean he does take big swings uh, uh mood wise anyway uh, and uh physically. Uh, and physically yeah. yes <laughs> occasionally uh, almost with rocks <laughs> yep uh, and then uh, I think multiple times he tries to like sort of like buy a, buy away his guilt uh, in those situations too yeah uh, which which is you know also not great <laughs> Yeah, I, and I feel like kind of classic abuser behavior. Sure, yeah. Like, oh, I messed up. Now I'm I'm extremely contrite. Yeah, over over what I did, messed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like it's you know you know what I mean. I, I absolutely do, and and uh, I think you know personal experiences you know have have sort of led me to to you know not to say both sides you know but. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, You know, I I, I definitely felt, you know, some of that, you know, uh, through personal experience, you know, of of what he was doing. Sure. Uh, You know, and and, and of course, but, you know, it's also me having an awareness of, you know, Mm. mental illness in general and my own mental illness. (laughs) Right. Uh, That I can be like. Oh, you know, red flags. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, again, 1950s America, it's you know, that's just a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's kind of just what you what you get. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, make me a sandwich. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> and you know, he has his. I mean, I don't want to say cute moments, but you know, he, he has his somewhat nice moments. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I feel like they are uh, two people who who have genuine affection for each other. Uh, uh, if 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 not for his temper, right. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's sort of the other. Main issue that I have with the movie is that I felt no chemistry between them whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how uh, <clears throat> old Gloria Graham is in this. Yeah. Uh, but he he and uh, maybe he's not super old either. I'll, I'll look right now. He I think is um, about fifty. Okay. Yeah, it looks like. Um, and she was born in t- 1923, so she would have been uh twenty seven in this movie. Jesus so Christ. so yeah, there's a, there's a decent age gap. Well, you know, um, even the Brub and his wife have to be like, you know, up thirty years age difference there too, yeah. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> I will say, uh Gloria Graham, uh <clears throat> uh Humphrey Bogart is is batting way out of his league uh-huh. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Graham is gorgeous. Oh, she is. All the women in this movie are kind of gorgeous. Yes, all three of yes, them. Yes, all three. Yeah. <laughs> as as we mentioned last week, it's more than Glengarry Glen Ross. That's true. <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh. Yeah, Humphrey Bogart. Uh, I I don't understand. Uh, he he's not a great actor. Um, and he is not an attractive man. Uh, yet he became one of the most well-known stars in cinema history. I, I think she at one point says she she says that she noticed him because he has an interesting face, and I feel like that's a, an excellent descriptor for Humphrey Bogart. Like I, I, he's he's kind of a character actor before there were character actors. I feel like. Um, just from other stuff that I've seen him in and he's, and he's charming, uh, in, in other, other more, uh, well-known movies, I guess, like Casablanca or the Maltese Falcon or stuff like that. Um, yeah, there, there's not a, there's not a ton of charm on display from him in this movie. I think just by virtue of the character that he's playing that, that is fair, Uh. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he is not playing a particularly charming person but yet people still like him and flock around him <laughs> and, and, Well, he's a famous screenwriter well, Sure, but like, you know, even his agents is like, you know, fully on board the Dixon steel train uh, <laughs> Like, even after he gets punched in the face Right uh, Like, he's still pretty much like Yeah, okay, it's just you, you had a bad day <laughs> he's he's the real the real battered wife in this scenario is his agent. Really is like they they have the most toxic relationship of all. <laughs> if if the movie had been just about the two of them, maybe it would have been a little more compelling. Right, I would have watched that movie for sure. Like do, like is the agent married? Does he go home to his wife? <laughs> Just like, oh, dicks hit me again. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta get that that twelve percent or whatever agents get. <laughs> gotta put food on the table. Yep. Uh, I, but like he also just you know pops up at, uh, you know, Dix's house, uh, whenever he feels like it, him and the, uh, the drunken actor. Right. The thespian. The thespian. I enjoyed him a lot. I did too. Just recurring comic relief. Uh, I, you know, he, he is, uh, there at the beginning that, uh, you know, he gets insulted, uh, which sets off, uh, Dix for the second time. Uh, which uh, I think really cemented me for the. Uh, you know what? He is in the right, one hundred percent. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely there as well. Because yeah. <laughs> he is defending that poor, charming man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. Oh, it, boy. It's, it's 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 a it's not what I expected. It is, it, you know. The, the, the mystery aspect of it is is you know almost non-existent yeah uh, like like definitely there is a secondary movie running where you know uh, the cops are you know like like one of the cops has to be you know like no I really think it's the fiance and then we follow that guy <laughs> and his investigation. Oh, if it, if it was, it was a, gr- a grub movie or a grub movie yeah I think so yeah yeah <laughs> It's all about brub arguing with his boss. (laughs) Like, brub, you're a loose cannon. (laughs) You play by your own rules. And and clearly there was, like, some fantastic action sequence that we missed because, uh, you know, when when the fiancé does uh, wind up confessing, it's because he got shot in the chest. That's true, and it's all off screen. (laughs) I actually, I loved that. Uh, about the way the movie ended, like like the the relationship between Dix and and Laurel has deteriorated, and she's like planning to leave him and not tell him that she's leaving, and he like goes to her place to to find her, and he's all mad and 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 meanwhile Brub is calling to tell them like Hey, everything's great." Yep. And 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 I love that we know that that's what's happening. <clears throat> But, like, it makes you as a viewer sort of powerless to watch these people go through this horrible thing. Right. I, I did, I, I like the structure of this movie a lot. Uh, I, I think the idea, the idea behind it is, is pretty excellent. Uh, and I think sort of a modernized, uh, better structured movie. Uh, would really work towards its favor more yeah uh and and yeah that's just maybe that's just me and my bias against old movies i don't know <laughs> i know i know david lynch has a thing for for uh stories about women in peril right <laughs> and that's what i thought of well while, while i was watching this movie He's like i wonder what david lynch would do with this because uh, it is really is ultimately just about laurel she she's the sort of like the the audience stand-in character i feel like and and we go on her journey yeah, more so than than bogart for sure uh i feel like and you know then again maybe this is just uh, uh, another weakness of old movies and uh you know just uh, underwritten female roles Sure. Uh, But, like, I feel like, or again, maybe it's just because I'm an asshole. Uh, (laughs) Why can't multiple things be true? Okay. (laughs) So I'm an asshole, and this movie was poorly written for women. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. But, you know, I definitely did not feel any connection to Laurel, you know, from the jump. Uh, Yeah. And uh, I feel like that really sort of undermines, you know, everything else that happens to her. Sure, yeah, that makes total sense. She she is very thinly written, uh, like she she's she's written enough through through Dixon that that you get sort of an idea of her, right but but still it's all just in relation to her relationship with him or her relationship with you know previous a previous boyfriend or or whatever yeah Um, uh, this definitely does not pass the bechdel test no (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, i had another thought and it has completely escaped uh, me i'm sorry (laughs) it's all right i should write things down (laughs) Hey, you you give me shit for taking notes. <laughs> I didn't give you shit. <laughs> I was I was just saying that the horse's neck is so so impressive that it's ingrained itself in my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, that was like I said, one of two notes that I took. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other note? Uh Dick Steele is the first thing said. In the movie. <laughs> So, so the majority of your note taking took place within the first ten minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> was that before you fell asleep? Uh, so uh, yeah, so so I started trying to watch this Tuesday. I made it fifteen minutes in before passing out, uh, and then just <laughs> uh, stopped. Uh, All right. Uh, and then uh, my rewatch today, uh, you had texted me saying that you might be a little late. Uh, so it gave me sort of a time frame, and I watched about eh, an hour of the movie, and then I paused it and said, "You know what? I'm gonna take this moment to take a tiny nap <laughs> That's nice, that sounds nice, yeah, so at least this one was planned, you know? yeah, yeah,, cool. there you go. I mean semi planned right yeah. <clears throat> you had the the forethought to pause it, so, and yeah. everything. Uh, cause yeah, the first time it was, uh, uh, I fell asleep shortly after, uh, Dixon and, uh, Myrtle, what, what's her name? Mildred. Mildred. <laughs> Myrtle. Dixon and Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Uh, so, so Dixon takes Myrtle to his house, and then, uh, I fell asleep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like Dixon did. Yeah. And then when I woke up, uh, Dixon was being questioned by the police. So I was just like, ooh, a ton of shit must have happened. That's actually, like, I almost feel like that's the ideal way to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is, like, cause, cause we see everything that happens between Dixon and her. Yeah. Like, if we had seen it from... From laurel's perspective, where she like she sees this couple or or she sees him with her, and then they go into the apartment and then she sees him later uh while sh- while mild <laughs> mildred uh is in the background screaming, "Help, help over and over again while she tells this story right like it would have been it it might have been more interesting if we'd had more. Like if we hadn't seen what happened and 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 there was a little bit more doubt for the viewer about about what had happened, I, like, I think it still does a good job making you think like, oh, he's totally capable of this. Oh yeah, for sure. But but I still feel like it was pretty pat that no, he didn't do no, it. No, yeah. Uh, I think you cracked the story on this. Yeah, that it needed to be told from Laurel's perspective entirely. Yay. <laughs> There there is there there is another movie. Uh it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie and it's called Suspicion. Mm-hmm. And uh I forget who the female lead in it is it but uh, is it a pretty blonde that it he is, abused? I probably okay. um <laughs> but uh but the male lead is Cary Grant mm-hmm. and uh and she uh gets together with Cary Grant and then there is like all this uh, uh suspicion. Uh, Joan Fontaine is the female lead in that movie. Okay. Um but like there's there is uh mysterious circumstances around the death of his first wife and and so basically she spends the whole movie like suspicious that he and her paranoia grows as the movie continues that he has is behind the death of his first wife. Uh, and then in the end, it turns out that he didn't do it at all because the studio made Hitchcock change the ending because ah. people wouldn't want to see Cary Grant as a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this this reminded me a lot of that, huh. like like the 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 thing I described with Laurel as the POV character right. uh, is basically suspicion, huh. which I have spoiled for you completely. It's fine. I'll forget, so you can pick it like in. Three weeks. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you don't listen to these again, so... No, I do not. <laughs> so, uh, my, my, my girlfriend and I, uh, we didn't have a fight, uh, but, but, but we had a, a very serious discussion that actually stemmed from, uh, our Collateral episode. Oh, no. <laughs> and... Mostly just because I totally forget. I mean, as soon as we finish talking, like I forget everything about right. what we've just talked about. Right. You have June Diane Raphael syndrome. Yes. Uh, so she she sent me a snap with uh, uh, like some text on it, like "This is my face." If you ask me to watch a Fast and the Furious movie, and I was just like, "Oh, okay," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then she texted me later talking about like, uh, an ex of hers whose favorite actor was Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. And, uh, so like, like this, this sparked a, a discussion and I was like, you know, where did this come from? You know, she's like, well, I was listening to your collateral episode. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I thought when I sent you the snap about, you know, this is what my face would look like, you know, uh, for fast and furious movie. Like, you know, that you get the reference, you know, because that's what Joe's wife, you know, her face, you know. I was like, babe, I do not remember any of this. I I don't remember that either. Like, we recorded it a month ago. (laughs) I forgot it instantly as soon as we stopped recording. You barely cut these together. Seriously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you you mentioned that uh, Jenny would not be amused if, every time uh, you suggest that you want to watch a Fast and the Furious movie and right. uh, Stephanie's face was uh, very similar <laughs> Alright, yeah. good to know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not invited to our Fast and the Furious podcast Damn straight Oh <laughs> uh, uh, anywho. Yeah. So, place. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you think he was gonna go kill himself at the end? No. I definitely did. Really? I thought that he was gonna go down those stairs and like he he sort of pauses and considers going back into his apartment before he just walks away. And I thought for sure he was gonna go into his apartment and we were gonna hear a gunshot. No, nah. That might have been a little dark for nineteen fifty though. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, as a guy who is always willing to consider suicide uh, for almost every reason, you know, and, you know, uh, everything that I watch and do, uh, no, like, it never occurred to me. All right. Uh, like, I figured he would just go and, uh, get really drunk and sad and, uh, just, uh, you know, sit in his apartment for, like, weeks with everybody worrying about him. And, you know, eventually he would uh, come out. And, uh, you know, I figured, like the beginning of this movie, uh, starts with him sort of. You know, people are surprised to see him, like like he's sort of been disappeared for a while. Yeah, uh, and I figured, uh, you know, it's maybe it's just kind of a cycle. All right, maybe he had already. Uh, before this movie started, he had already uh, been accused of murder and broken up with somebody else. Do you, do you think this movie this movie starts or this movie ends where it begins? Possibly. And they're and they're just caught in, in in a vicious circle the two of them. I think so. It's a loop movie for sure. Like a like an Eternal Sunshine kind of thing. Yeah. But without the memory wiping. Yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> That's interesting. I like that. That's what this movie needed as well. More sci-fi. That's right. (laughs) Where were the people in rubber suits? (laughs) Oh, man. You know what? Uh, I've said a lot of negative things about this movie, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, I I enjoyed watching it. I can see why I didn't remember anything about it (laughs) 20 years later. (laughs) but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Uh, You know, I read a little bit on the Wikipedia about it. And uh, like I said, it was referred to as one of the greatest war films ever made. I don't necessarily agree with that, but it's good. (laughs) I think it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's on prime. I think it's, I think their, their, their rights are maybe public domain. So it's probably anywhere you look for it. Sure. Uh yeah you know check it out yeah I, I I don't know that that I would have picked it as your first Bogart movie <laughs> uh but I'm I'm glad you've at least seen one Humphrey Bogart movie now yeah I'll watch another one you should yeah. there are, there are definitely better ones out there I mean you know uh Casablanca is definitely a missed classic for sure yes uh you know or Maltese Falcon which I think probably would appeal to me more but uh probably uh you know i mean I, I should at some point you know before i die uh see those movies and then when i'm in heaven somebody can ask me if i am glad that i saw those movies <laughs> Is this, this is an episode of eric hasn't seen yep. so what we're doing now because yep. i'm fine with okay. that okay as long as I don't have to be a character all the time. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I prefer you not do that. <laughs> just just be real. Okay. Sean Distant, come on. Be real. I'm uh, I'm I'm as real as Echo, baby. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> uh, is anything bringing you joy this week? <laughs> I don't know. Oh no. Um you know what, last night, uh, so, uh, uh starting, starting my joy off with, uh, sort of an anti-joy. Okay. Uh, you know, speaking of my, my girlfriend, uh, she got COVID. Oh no! Yeah! Fuck! Yep. Uh, she, she, uh, I, I had not seen her since, uh, around Christmas time. Uh, and she spent, uh, Christmas with, uh, with, uh, lots of her family and, uh, some members of her family, uh, unvaccinated and, uh, infected and, uh, she, she wound up, uh, catching it. Uh, but luckily she is, uh, she works in the healthcare industry. So she, uh, has been vaxxed and boosted, uh, probably before any of us all ever did, Good, nice. Uh, so, so she she was down for about a week. She said she never, she never felt terrible. Um, but uh, you know, like she like she would start out the day pretty good, and then just as the day went on, she would get more tired and uh, get a headache, and that was like the worst of her symptoms. That's a normal day for me. I mean, really, yeah. Honestly, I mean. Every time I hear about COVID symptoms I'm just like, well, that's me every single day. <laughs> so maybe I've got it all the time. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so we we did not get to see each other for for uh, you know, a little over a week. And uh the the thing is that that uh you know, our our big date nights for our, you know, post Christmas was she wanted to watch a Christmas horror movie with me. Okay. And, uh, we, we did not get, uh, that chance. Uh, because she has very strict rules about Christmas movies. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can only watch them in December. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, that sucks. Yeah, because, I mean, there are, I, I'll fucking watch a Christmas movie any old time. Yeah. Uh,. But but she she allowed me to to have a pass uh, <laughs> uh, since since we did not get to see each other and we watched uh, Gremlins last night. Excellent. Uh, she had never seen it. Oh my god! Uh, in fact, she texted me earlier that day to tell me that the movie is older than she is. What? Oh fuck. <laughs> not that much older but okay like a month older than she is oh okay that's not yeah, bad yeah. yeah i'm not dating a child i'm just a little worried there <laughs> nope. yep she she is well in her 30s being <laughs> born after 9 yeah. 11 no no <laughs> uh but but yeah she had never seen gremlins uh so we we got to watch gremlins last night and uh reconfirming for myself that it is a fantastic movie yeah uh and she also loved it and had the uh i think typical response to gizmo uh in which every time he was on screen she just went ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right uh-huh. that's the that's the correct response yes. <laughs> gizmo walked so baby yoda could run exactly you know what? Fuck a bunch of baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just just uh, watching her watch Gremlins is my joy for the week. That's awesome. <laughs> what about you, sir? Uh, this past weekend, we watched uh, a series on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. Ooh, I, I uh, have only watched two episodes, so. Uh, I will not spoil anything. appreciate it. Uh, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I have enjoyed what I have watched. Yeah, it's uh, For those unaware, it's uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and uh, inexplicably Selena Gomez. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, sort of a murder mystery. Yeah. Uh, about all people who live in, in a specific uh, apartment building in New York. Yes and uh and it's it's great fun i i thought i thought it was really fun um and uh you know maybe maybe a little predictable but uh but otherwise i really enjoyed it i'm glad i uh i've i've been in a weird funk lately In which, uh, when I'm just by myself and, uh, you know, I'm I'm not with uh, my lady friend or watching something for this show, uh, I do not want to watch anything. Okay. And so I have literally only watched Taskmaster for, like, the last three weeks. Awesome. On my own. Uh, Um... But but this know, sort of sort of invigorates me. I should uh, finish watching uh, Only Murders in the Building. You should. It's it's a quick watch <sighs> too. Like the episodes are pretty short, right. and there's only ten of them. Yeah. Um, I, I almost I found myself wishing there was more as we as we neared the end of it. I'd, I'd say that's um, a sign of a good show. Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. I know. mean, it, Steve, Steve Martin is great. Martin Short is great. He's not. Jenny Jenny has a thing about Martin Short. <laughs> Uh, where generally she finds him super annoying. Uh, that was not the case here. That's good because uh, he's he's being by and large a normal human being in this. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, I saw the first two episodes. I argue against that a little bit, but <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not being like Jiminy Glitch, no. okay, fair. or or Ed Grimley or something. That's what I mean when I say he's being a normal human being. You're Clifford. <laughs> yes, he's not Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's that's entirely fair. Uh, I I do like Martin Short a lot, and, and uh, you yeah, know, but but yeah, I can I can see her her point of view on that for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it too. Yeah, and uh, uh, Selena Gomez grew on me. Alright. I, I had no issues with her uh, in, in the first two episodes, but also I only have the vaguest idea of who she is, so. You know, I think she's a high school musical person. OK, or, or otherwise a Disney Channel person. I'm pretty sure. Alrighty. Yeah. I mean, that's that's honestly more than what I knew, uh, you know, other than just, you know, a pretty young girl. Right. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, cause, all right. Because yeah. I'm an old man who was out of touch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I. Uh... Yeah, she, like I said, she grew on me. All right. Which is good. I feel like it's yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, uh, I've got a lot of shows I started watching, and uh, I just, uh, like I said, weird, weird funk that I can't pinpoint. Uh, but I've just, every time I sit down, I'm just like, I just want to watch Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes I don't really feel like watching, like watching, watching anything. Sometimes I just. There, there are long stretches where I just don't have the mental energy to have something I need to pay attention to, so right. I just like that's how I end up watching, you know, Little House on the Prairie or, yeah, or Ally McBeal or whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so eventually, you know, I'll get back into finishing Hawkeye and Only Murders in the Building, and I'm sure I should probably watch uh, Boba Fett, and uh, you know, and I, I guess I should watch The Matrix at some point, and. All this other sort of shit that's uh, out there that I've just uh, ignored for, <laughs> you know, things that I have watched before already. <laughs> sure, yeah. I get that. <laughs> oh, speaking of watching new things, though, should I pick a movie? Uh, if you'd like, I, go I, for I it. I'd like to, if that's all right. I, I, I'll allow it this time. I appreciate it, but watch yourself, counselor. Uh. <laughs> uh so the movie that i am picking uh i believe it is on hulu last i checked uh in fact i guess i should double check real <laughs> quick okay uh luckily i use the just watch app which allows me to find uh, where things are streaming pretty easily without having to do much fuss that's right just watch uh free on uh in the app store yes uh this is not a paid ad <laughs> not at all we are just fans of this app (laughs) so this movie is indeed on Hulu Uh, it is a movie from last year Okay. Uh, it is a movie that was on President Obama's favorite movies of 2021 list ooh okay it is the Nicolas Cage movie called The Pig okay I have not seen this movie (laughs) alright Do you want to? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I have no reason not to. <laughs> I mean if President Obama liked it, exactly. I'll probably like it too. Sure. We're all similar dudes. I'll probably I'll probably we like it like a, like a third time Spider-Man. if I could. That's right. We do all like the Spider Man. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>